To be a successful frontline fundraiser, you need to possess many skills. Are you technically sufficient? Are you a good communicator and listener? But one that we've never discussed before is, how likable are you? In today's podcast, Richard and I talk about 10 traits that likable people have and how those traits translate in helping you to be an effective fundraiser. I think some of them you'll find surprising, but all of them are critical in your success. Welcome to the Nothing But Major Gifts podcast from Veritas Group, featuring Richard Perry and Jeff Schreifels. Twice a month, we bring you the latest and best thinking about major gift fundraising, so you can develop authentic relationships with your major donors. Here are your hosts, Richard and Jeff. Welcome to the podcast today. Richard Perry is with me. And Richard, we have a good one here. Oh, yeah. This is this is a little different little angle on uh, on major gift officers, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So today's <laughs> podcast is really around a question we have for you who's listening right now. And that is, how likable are you? Oh, and boy. Richard. Here we go. You wrote a really popular blog post on this whole subject at the start of this year. So I first want to ask you, what motivated you to write this art? What, why did you write this blog? What was it? What happened? Well, I mean, because we spent, I mean, Jeff, we spent a lot of time, you and I and, and our team talking about the technical uh, requirements for that, that make for a successful major gift officer. Right. Yeah. And in terms of what, here's what they, you know, and so we have this whole list and we have this whole criteria. Right. Uh, and then I was reading, and I don't remember what the the, the source was, but I was reading about um, the fact that there's this other element about likability. Yeah. And then I got to thinking, well, boy, that that is really true. I mean, I mean, how often have have you had the experience where you're meeting with somebody who's either wants you to do something for them or wants you to buy something? And you, you know, in your heart and in your spirit, you're making a judgment uh, or, or you have a feeling about how likable they are. Yeah. And it colors your, uh, your decision making. It's and very, then, very true. I know. So that's, that's, so I thought, well, I'm just going to dig into this and see where it goes. Okay. So in your post that you highlighted 10 habits mm-hmm. of extremely likable people. So. Why don't you go through them and then we'll just discuss them and how it relates to being a great frontline fundraiser. Yeah. And these, these are not uh, original with me. I mean, I, I uh, did a bunch of reading and research and, uh, uh, but, but here's, okay, here's the list here. So yeah. like the first one is they greet the world with a smile on their face. Yeah. Uh, I mean, think about the people that you meet. And they kind of, you know, if they've got, if, you know, if they're smiling, you're immediately like drawn to that, right? Yeah. There's a, there's a positive energy. And, uh, yeah. and those that are just kind of like, you know, down looking, you know, they're like, well, what's wrong with them? Yeah. And well, I, I think what this suggests is that if, if you are in a place uh, in, on a given day, you're going to go meet a donor and you yourself are just, uh, feeling down and and wobbly, 
Yeah. And uh, things are just not, I mean, maybe you should reconsider meeting with the donor because that energy is going to pass on. I mean, that's. Yeah. It, it really it is. Because you don't want the donor saying, hey, are you okay? <laughs> I mean, well, that's you. It's all about you. Oh, I know. It's, it's, it's something else. So that's the first one. They greet the world with a smile on their face. Okay. The, se- the second one is they ask questions. Oh, yes. This is a big one that you it's and I have a huge talked one. about. Huge one. I mean, how many times, Richard, have we been together, like at a dinner party, and people don't ask any questions about you're you or me or you know we're sitting there and we're asking all these questions like we want to get to know that person we're interested in what they do how they view the world and then at the end of the night when we're cleaning up (laughs) right we're like you know what they that person never asked us one question about us. one question not one and it um it that is an interesting dynamic. I mean, I I uh, I'm very aware of that part partially because I I'm a student of human behavior, but secondly because in in this business we're in of mm-hmm. of relating to donors, uh, it is all about being curious, exactly, and asking questions and finding things out, and being genuinely connected and and authentically uh, uh, interested. So questions, that's the second one. Third is they're consistent. Consistent. You know what? I I was thinking about this one for a long time because at first I was thinking, well, what, okay, what does this really mean? But if you think about people in your life who Mm -hmm. are, you know, one, one day they're really up and they're like, let's go do something. And, you know, and then you never hear from them for like a month. Mm-hmm. You're just like, what is, what is up with this person? I thought we were in a good place. And then I don't hear from that person for a long time. Yeah. Things just change yeah. uh, or, or patterns change. Uh, in other words, there's a lack of consistency, which actually disrupts the cadence of the relationship. Yeah. And if you're a major gift officer and let's say, you know, you, you, you contact the donor and you're all excited about something and you, you go out to visit and then you're supposed to come back. And then the, the major gift officer goes silent Mm -hmm. and the major, and then the donor's like, well, what, what happened there? I know consistency is so important. The next one is about remembering names and using them. And this is um, more difficult for me, but remembering names and using them. You know, actually, I was thinking about this. I think you're pretty good at it. I'm terrible at this. Well, I'm not. I, <laughs> no, I notice you. So I notice that when you're um, like um, on a webinar, you're really good about n- naming people, as, you know, just not saying, hey, how's it going? It's, hey, Mary, how have you been? I like you're, you, you try to figure out who their names are and use that name constantly to make sure that they feel welcomed. Well, that's um, very, that's very kind of you. I'm, I'm, I'm actually not good at remembering names though. So I, but I, so I have all these props lists and things yeah, like but that. That's, but, but okay. So you not, might not be good at remembering, but you've developed a system. Exactly. You use the name because you know that it's important because other people like to hear their name told uh, in, out loud. 
Well, like for instance, like when I go and I'm and uh, I'm either invited to a dinner party or something, and I'm at the host's house, and I remember that the host is Anne, but yeah. I can't remember the husband's or the partner's name is Mike. Yeah, I write it in my phone. Right. So that next time I go back, or or if there's a particular server at a restaurant that has yes. been really good, I, I write that down. I won't remember it, but I write it down. Um, right. But with donors, I mean, uh, my goodness, we got to remember their names. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of times you can be an MGO and you're at an event with donors, and you might have a number of them in your. <laughs> you know, that are in your portfolio mm -hmm. at that event. I mean, if you don't know their names, uh, they're going to pick up on that. Oh, they are. And if and you do remember, they will remember you. Wow. Cause there is a feeling when someone names you. Well, it's, oh, it's your name. It's your name for goodness sakes. I mean, yeah. it's who you are. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're just interested in your money. Uh, I can't remember your name. Exactly. How abusive is that? <laughs> I know. Here's the next one. They put the phone away. You know, this is a pet <laughs> peeve of mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, again, it just shows, okay, are you here to talk to me and relate? Or are you more interested in something, somebody else or something else? Yeah, the text you just got. The pinging that goes on in right. your phone because you didn't silence it when you're meeting right. with me. Yep. Like it it's one of the most feel like you're not things. important. Yeah. I know. Well, I mean, we have a rule in our house that, you know, if you're at dinner time, you the phones the phones never show up on the table time. Yeah. On the table. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they put the phone away. Here's yep. another one. They keep an open mind and don't pass judgment. The, oh yeah. I mean, as a major gift officer or mid-level or plan giving officer, you're going to meet people who think differently than you do, um, have different political persuasions mm -hmm. or religious or all kinds of different things. And if you go in <laughs> judging those people immediately and, you know, making remarks that probably show them that you don't agree. And I mean, you, it's just not right. You don't need to do that. No, and this this is a very hard one, especially in the political climate we're in these days yeah. in the United oh, States. I mean, uh, if you're depending on whatever side you're on, the other side, or they're just these mindless idiots, is how you, is how people are thinking, and it gets very aggressive. Yeah. So keeping an open mind and not passing judgment is such an important. Uh, quality of likability, you know? Yeah. Um, well, that doesn't mean that, gosh, let's say, let's, let's think of something like if a, if a donor says something like really racist or something, it's not like you, it's not like you wouldn't say anything. Oh, well, on that, you would say something. I mean, right. we would, uh, yeah. that's not being open-minded. Racism right. is never open-minded. Right. Or you're putting a gender down, you know, uh, you're doing yes. that. Yeah. And in fact, I've seen those kinds of situations. But an open mind is a different opinion about something. Exactly. A religious view, a political view. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you, or a financial view, I'm more conservative financially, or I'm more mm -hmm. liberal financially, or I'm tighter or looser on the money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
So the next one is is authenticity. They are authentic. That's a, oh, yeah. a likability thing. I mean, you and I know know that this is true. Uh, of course, in our relationship, Jeff. I mean, we yeah. we practice that. Um, yeah, and we talk about it in the company about how being real is such an important value. Yeah, and it's hard. It's, it's hard, hard because um, a lot of times, not in not in our relationship, but when you're in other relationships and you have a history of trying to be real and people put you down for it or make you feel small or all those things, you tend not to, you tend to put up a wall or present something different than who you really are. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you're a major gift officer, a donor will see right through if you are putting up a front um, and practicing and trying to deal with those issues that keep you from being authentic <laughs> is what you need to do in order to show the real you to donors. Well, and part of, and part of being authentic is also uh, curbing that impulse inside you mm. to want to grab the money. Instead of really, truly being interested in the donors, passions and interests. Exactly. And service, serving them yep. and being willing to sit and listen instead of. Uh, so, so like that, that one is, is watching, watching the impulse on the money. Yeah. And also listening. Yeah. Listening. Uh, that's all part of authenticity. And the other one is uh, if you've made a mistake or the organization's made a mistake mm-hmm. is owning it. Yes. That's, that's authenticity. Yep. All right. The next one is being kind and generous. Yeah. Kind and generous. I mean, if you're asking your donor to be kind and generous, you need to be kind and generous. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, think about all the people that are you like, oh, they're, I really like being around that person. This is always comes up. It is. They're, they're, they're very kind, kind people and they're generous with their time with, you know, how they interact with you. They allow you to talk, you know, it's not like they dominate. Um, those are the kind of people you want to be around. I know. Um, there's nothing like kindness. that's so attractive to be around a person like that. Um, the next one would be they're accountable for their mistakes. Mm. Uh, yep. I mean, you and I've worked together <laughs> for many, many years, uh, and this is this is a big one in in our in our business relationships as well as our personal relationships. Yeah, you make a mistake in what you say or what you do, um, you oh, own up for it. You yeah, own it. yeah. And and it's so much easier, isn't it? It is. Um, it's hard if you've grown up trying to avoid doing that. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're a major gift officer that doesn't like to admit when you're wrong you need to work on it. Oh, I know. <laughs> because <laughs> this is another one of those that, uh, I mean, you, we've heard situations where a major gift officer does something wrong, either in the organization or with a donor. And they don't, you know, they, I mean, the donor picks up on that and they don't want to even deal with you. And that is a serious mistake if you don't if you don't own uh, own up to it because that's going to be one of the major reasons that donor either gives less or just goes away. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a big one. The last one, number 10 here is they send thank you notes. And I, I think that I would might, might rewrite that one to basically say they constantly express gratitude. Yeah. Uh, because it's, uh, it's one of those things. I mean, how many times have you experienced doing something nice, even if it's small for somebody and you don't hear a peep out of them? Oh, I know. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's hurtful. What's going on with that person? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I do like the idea, though, of sending actual thank you notes. To yes. You. yes. It's so rare. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'm terrible at this, but the times that I have done this, mm-hmm. an actual note, I mean, it was like, you know, the biggest thing in the world to the person that got it <laughs> because it's like, wow, uh, I wasn't expecting this. No one expects to think, you know, and if, I mean, if you're a major gift officer, this is a huge, uh, quiver for you to have. No, I know, <laughs> you know, because if, if you can, if you can send actual physical notes You'll stand out among all the other MGOs that are in that person's life. Believe me. Yeah. And we're talking about handwritten, right? Not, yeah. not something and personal. Yeah. And addressed. Yeah. Live stamp. Exactly. Yeah. All that stuff. Because yeah. that'll get open right away. And no one gets that anymore. I know. I <laughs> you know. think about it's your a- mailbox. And if you have a handwritten note with a stamp on it. Are you going to open that up right <laughs> it's now? It's the first thing you're going to open. I know. Anyway, those are the 10, 10 habits. Let me go over them again. Yeah. They greet the world with a smile on their face. They ask questions. They're consistent. They remember names and use them. They put the phone away. They keep an open mind and don't pass judgment. Yeah. They are authentic. They're kind and generous. They're accountable for their mistakes. And they send thank you notes. I, think, I mean, I think that's a pretty cool list. I think it's great. And think about what a difference it would make in the way you interact with your donors and how receptive they would be if this is the kind of person they see and come in contact with. Uh, Exactly. I mean, if you start like practicing these 10 habits, it'll draw people towards you. Yes. Set yourself apart from all of the other frontline fundraisers that are that are trying to get your donors attention. And believe me, there's a lot of them trying to get your donors attention. Yeah. And besides this, doing this is, is it will also make you a better person. Yes. And others will want to be with you in relationship. You're yeah. just more attractive as a human being. That's right. If you, if you put these in, in motion in your life. So that's, that's the story. Well, I know I have some work to do here. Oh, I do too. <laughs> I do too. And before we go today, I want to point you to a new free resource. It's our latest white paper. Digital touch points, meaningful ways to connect with donors. Mm-hmm. So this kind of fits in with these ten habits here. So that mm-hmm. you, so this is this can be another way to put those ten habits to good use. So just go to veritasgroup.com and find that resource tab and click white papers, mm-hmm. and you'll find it there. So thank you again for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Yep, we'll see you. Thank you for joining us for the Nothing But Major Gifts podcast from Veritas Group. Richard and Jeff also write an ongoing blog that you can subscribe to for free at veritasgroup.com. Please join us again next time.